0: listening to personal branding with Lynn a podcast for entrepreneurs and creatives you are on a mission to create your life's work and legacy but are struggling to break through the noise to reach your ideal clients well that's where personal branding comes in i'll help you grow your business using marketing that feels as natural as a conversation who am i I'm Lynn Morton, and I have managed the brands of Fortune 500s, nonprofits, and startups. And now I'm ready to pour all that I've learned over my career into helping you build your personal brand. In fact, we'll work on it together. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to Personal Branding with Lynn. This is episode 007. It is the Thanksgiving episode. Hey, I'm so glad that you could join me and you are here with me on another trek through the personal branding landscape. Today, I've got a great topic for you. We are going to talk about naming. Now, I don't know about you, but I love naming things. I love naming businesses and products and and all kinds of things. And I've gone through an evolution with the way I think about naming. There was a point where I did it haphazardly and it was really bad and I've had some times when I've come up with with some really good ones, I thought. And you know it's good because you know how people respond to it. So anyway, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk today about about how you do it and, and why you should be clear rather than clever. And I'll give you five areas where you should be thinking about that in today's episode. But before we start, I just want you to know that on our Facebook page, that's the Personal Branding with Lynn Facebook page. I remember last time I told you that I would be using that as sort of like a personal branding reader, if you will. So I'm going to be sharing articles and and, and, and uh, blog posts and information there that I think it will be helpful for you as you work your your. Um personal brand, so you can always stop by there and check on the resources. Uh, in the last day or so, I posted a couple of, well, a couple of articles one, how to discover the right color for your brand and and color science and color theory is really important when you are creating your own personal brand and how people will look and the look and feel and how people will remember you. And so this article has a, um, a, a good description of the, each of the, the seven basic colors that you, you can and ought to choose and, uh, and what it means. So it's kind of cool. You should check that out. And then uh, there's another one called seven benefits from world class brand. Seven Benefits from Creating a World-Class Brand. And that's another one that talks about about the why, why you create your personal brand and, and, and how it will help you in your business. I've got one, this is, which is really cool. It says, 15 new ideas for your LinkedIn profile. Now, you remember your LinkedIn profile is another great piece of real estate for you to to share who you are and position yourself even if you're looking for work as an employee or in your own business it's a great place to find clients if you if your business is primarily b2b even if it's b2c you know business to to consumer or business to business there are ways to to use LinkedIn effectively, and this article gives you fifteen ways so check that out and then then the last one is nine moguls share secrets for an unstoppable brand, and this one quotes nine of um, nine marketing and entrepreneurial gurus on uh, each giving you one good solid tip that you can use for your brand so You can find all of these at Personal Branding with Lynn on Facebook, so check them out there and leave some comments when you do and tell me what you think about them, all right? On one of my European trips, I saw the name of a business that caught my eye. Now, when I'm overseas, a lot of the times I like to look at the way people market over there and how it might be different from the way people present and position themselves in the United States. And it's always interesting to me, you know, what that looks like in terms of design, in terms of messaging, and in terms of the way. Um, they look to interact with their clients when they're overseas it's really fascinating to me and interestingly enough I I always get a lot of great ideas in other countries about marketing and promotion believe it or not it just because when you get to another region they think about things very differently so it's a way to break out of the shell of and the what becomes noise here in the United States, quite honestly, because I, I I'm looking and analyzing so much, and I'm seeing the same thing so much, it becomes noise. So I get over there and things look a little different. Well, anyway, I was I don't remember what country I was. I think Amsterdam or something like that. But I saw the name of a business called Azure, and I and and it's spelled A Z U R E, and I thought. Man, that sounds so classy and so you know, cool. And uh, I thought, it, I started, you know, every time I, I, I saw it, I said, man, I just love the way that looks and the way that sounds. And I went and looked it up, and I found out it made it meant blue in in French. And I was like, ah, oh, nothing I do is ever blue, but I don't know. I still like the name. So I come back and I'm working on my photo- photography business and I decide to go with Studio Azure because I thought, ooh, that's really fancy sounding, I said in my in my head, right? And so I went with Studio Azure and I so I did the normal thing and I put it on everything and I, you know, changed all these handles and I, you know, went to market, as we say in the biz. I went to market with the name and... Man, it was a disaster. Every time I said to someone, hey, this is, you know, Lynn from Studio and they went Studio A-what? Studio A-who? And when, when, and when, even when they saw it written, they'd look at it and go, how do you pronounce that? What is that? And they spent more time frowning and fretting over what is that and how do you pronounce it and what does it mean? then you know and 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 you know thinking positively about me and my, engaging with me in my business quite frankly it was a distraction and there's nothing we hate more than distractions. I want, you know, when you engage with someone, do your messaging to lead them into a conversation and lead them down the path of what would be your sales funnel into a place where you can ask for a decision, and it's a no-brainer for them to say, yes, I'll do work with you. That's that's the way it ought to work. But when you spend, you know, the first 10 minutes of every interaction explaining And defending, you know, they always said, if you're explaining, you're losing and a confused mind always says no. So knowing that I was just this was just not going to work. Eventually, eventually I just had to shelve the whole thing and just, you know, put it away and say, I'm going to start over again. And it reminded me of a conversation I had with my little sister. Now, my little sister is wise beyond her years, although we're both grown now. But even when we were growing up, she always struck me as wise beyond her years. I I used to call her my little big sister because, you know, I would go to her for advice a lot. And she always was a a sound sounding board, if you will. So, and and she also has a marketing-ish background. I think she, uh, she, she has an MBA, but she did a lot of marketing in her career. So I was talking with her about that, and she just sort of threw out as an aside without even thinking about it. She says, unless you have millions of dollars to educate people as to what your company does, you have to name it something that tells people what you do before they get there, she said, and then she said, "You know, look, big companies that you see on t v they can get away with naming things like amazon or or these names that don 't mean anything, Bing or stuff because they have millions of dollars in advertising." to now introduce it and explain it and educate you and bring you, you know, forward into knowing what that name means when it's associated with the brand. Now, as a small business, you don't have that many opportunities to to do that. Many times your name arrives before you do and it ha- and it gives you one chance for someone to go, "Hmm, who is that? I'd like to work with them." And so If you don't have the the opportunity or the resources to reinforce with lots of advertising and education, then you ought to let the name do the work for you. Give your name of your business something that tells people right away who you are and what you do. And I said, oh, my goodness, this girl is so wise. And I tucked that away and I've taken that with me and it has served me well now this overall advice really works across the board, and I think it works in five areas. Now, this was recently um, reinforced to me as I read a book called the Story Story Brand uh, Story Brand System by Donald Mer- Miller, and it's a marketing. Uh, it's a book on marketing, and he has this approach to marketing. Where he does uses stories as as the way to to interest and move your client potential client through the sales process, and his process is loosely based on the seven part um story system. So if you've ever studied storytelling and the 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 seven part storytelling formula that most movies in Hollywood follow, his almost mimics that. Uh, Joseph Campbell, I think, was the first person who initiated that storytelling model. Anyway, he takes that. But, you know, the, the, the core of his philosophy is if you confuse, you lose. And you have to be clear. And so I wanted to take that message today and bring that to you. To remember to always be clear. More times than not, we have the urge to try and be clever. As we name things, we try to be clever. Now, I, I remember when I started my photo tour business in Washington, D.C., I thought it would be clever if I gave the different tiers of photo tours names like the signature excursions and the premiere excursions and other names like that. And I thought, you know, that may, of course, you know, here I go again. This sounds really um, not fancy, but this sounds cool, but what I found is then folks started getting confused again, like what's the difference between premiere and signature and then i spend mo- all I spend too much time explaining it and and again, there you go down the rabbit hole and and then I decided to you know what let's just change this and I went to weekend workshops and you know half day workshops and uh, you you know and something that was a lot more descriptive and right away the difference in the way people reacted and responded to was just almost amazing so so this is what i'm telling you clever confuses and but clear always leads you to a sale and a conversion much faster now when if you're thinking about names and being clear Here are five areas where you want to think about that. Number one is the name of your business. Now, again, your business name should either tell me what you do, give me a benefit of your business, or maybe if as a solopreneur, you can use your name. But then you would want with your tagline to do some explaining. So for instance, when I was in Washington, D.C., my business was called photo tour dc and that really worked because that's what I did I called my my workshops photo tours and of course they were around the dc and so at a at a glance everyone who heard the name knew who I was and what to expect from me and and that's ideally the kind of way you want to think about it so tell me what you do so think about, you know, you know, what business are you in and, and what do you do or a benefit for your business? Like what, it you know, what if you have a really strong differentiator, then you might think about along that line or something including one of those two in your name. But but don't waste that great opportunity to begin the process of educating and selling by giving your name. The name of your business, something people won't remember, won't connect with and won't identify with. So the next area, the second of the five areas is your one liner. Now, your one liner is the tagline is what people sometimes think about it. And again, this is another chance for you to further the conversation. So if the name of your business, for instance, is just your name, then the one liner should really tell what you do. If your name tells what you do, then your one-liner should really reinforce the benefit of what you do. So, you know, you think about, like, how do I use this one-liner to take my business one step forward? Okay? So your one-liner or your tagline is the next place. Now, the slogan for your business is the third area. Now, this is for the slogan is where you would see sometimes on a website or in your collateral, you would see this. And this is the one where people use it a lot of times for what we call a verbal logo. Audio logo is the way I've heard it described by um uh, some some marketing some of the marketing market marketing experts and it tells you and and you have four elements in it it's you know who you help, the problem you solve the third would be the challenge they face, and then the fourth is the overall benefit and, and or transformation you provide so who who you help. What challenges they work, they have, and then the overall benefit or, or, or you provide and then the transformation. So what does this look like? And I use this and you'll see it on my website. So I say I help entrepreneurs who are, are on a mission to create their life's work and legacy, but are struggling to break through the noise to reach your ideal clients. That's where personal branding comes in. I'll help you grow your business using marketing that feels as natural as a conversation. Now, again, who do you help? Entrepreneurs. What problem do they solve? Struggling to break through the noise and reach your ideal clients. And then, and then what, what I provide, personal branding and help you grow um, your business. And then using marketing that feels as natural as a conversation is the the overall benefit and transformation. So you see how all four of those can work in a slogan uh, of of some kind. And this is the this is the thing you use when someone asks what do you do? When someone asks what do you do, then you can use this formula because it if if what you do speaks to the person in, in terms of That's who I am because the first thing everyone's wondering when they ask you, what do you do is, is, is this for me? So if you quickly identify who you help and they go, oh, that's me. And then the problem, wow, I have that problem. Then they're wondering, can you help? And then you also, you will share, you know, the challenge, you know, how you get them through that. And then the, what it comes, you know, what it looks like on the other side, you have now, successfully peak their interest and you will find that that can lead you into uh, ongoing conversations where they say tell me more tell me more about that if they're if they're really your ideal client then they're going to want to hear more and that gives you an opportunity now to follow up with um here's a story about a person i helped and you give an example of someone where you had a breakthrough okay so that's the slogan and we'll talk about that in an in, in an episode where we go deep on it so um this is just to you know pique your interest and then the products remember i talked about the products and when i named my products signature and premier and all those things that didn't make sense make sure your products really tell people what does it do? Who would need it? And why they would need it? So just to be really clear, I remember when um my son, my son Zachary was, was young and whenever he saw a toy and it wasn't very clear, he'd always frown up his face and look puzzled and turn to me and go, what does it do, daddy? What does it do? And you'd be surprised how many times you couldn't tell what something did. Well, you don't want that to be the effect your product has on your intended audience to look at it and go, what does it do? So you can again begin the conversation by just by telling them what it what what it does or who would need it or why they would need it. And then the fifth area is in your website and advertising collateral. I had a gig where I was writing for the franchise association um a while back. And in that gig we would write uh, we would write what 's called advertorials, where we write articles that look like news stories, but they paid to get them placed in in top uh, business magazines and newspapers like u s a today and and what I would have to do for each article is is take a company that is a you know big franchising company and their household names you've you 've heard of and write a story about almost profiling the company so that people who might, who might be, you know, interested in becoming a franchisee would see that and and call for more information. And so the source material I would get from the, from, you know, my editor at the time was basically an interview, you know, an interview that, that she had conducted with them. And, you know, Maybe some of notes and I would have to go do the research to finish the rest of the story. And so mostly I would go to the website and try and scour it to find their talking points to see what, you know, what they wanted to really play up and and learn more about because the interview would be more quirky and talking about the person and their individual individual journey. And if I wanted to fill it in with some real meat about the company, I'd have to go to the website and you would be surprised how many of these major companies' websites I would scour and scour for one declarative sentence that says, we do this. That's all I wanted from them. We do this. And my goodness, so many of them did not have that. The last thing you want when someone comes to your website is to, is for them to scratch their head and go, "What does what do these people do? You know, what do you provide? Is it for me? You know, what, what, what do they sell? What can I buy from them? Oh my goodness. You don't want people to work at this again, because when you confuse, you lose. So make sure that your website and all your collateral tells me what it is you do. I do this. I help this person. Tell me what the benefit is to me. And then tell me what we call a call to action what I should do next to begin working with you. What's what's the next action I should take to begin working with you? You ought to have that prominently. Like I should not have to scroll when I get to your front page to find out these things. And so you wanna be again, simple and clear in the way you talk about yourself in your website and your collateral, meaning if you have brochures or anything like that. So. So remember, tell me what you do and tell me who it's for and tell me what I need to do to work with you. All right. So there you go. Five areas where you need to be simple in the way you talk, simple and clear in the way you talk about your business. And that will almost definitely help you improve your ability to attract, retain and convert clients much more efficiently. all right thank you for joining me for another episode i hope that helps i don't know if you if you struggle with names and naming tell me about some of the challenges you've had leave them in the comments wherever you've heard this and i'd love to hear from you the way you think about names and naming now before i go i want to share something with you because since i've been doing this this podcast i've heard from a number of you that Hey, Lynn, you know, I I, I'm working on my personal brand and I, I bought into the whole process, but I really don't know what I should be doing first or what I should be doing next. And there's so many things that fall under this personal brand umbrella. It's kind of confusing and frustrating to not know what I should be working on. And what's worse, I feel like if I just start working on things randomly, and you talked about this in another episode, I feel like I could just be spinning my wheels. I'd have a lot of activity, but no improvements, no movements, and I'm just not getting anywhere. I'll just be treading water. And with the limited time and effort available, I can't afford to waste time like that. Well, I created something called the Personal Branding Blueprint that solves that problem. It provides you a step-by-step process to build a thriving personal brand. There are 26 essential tasks and projects that you need to build out your personal brand. And I break them into three levels of importance so that you know which to work on first and then what what's next and then what follows that. But it is, you know, a guide for you to help you follow along and know exactly what you should be doing, and you can use it to work on at your own pace, building your personal brand. Now, it, 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 the way I have it set up, I have an ebook that talks through all twenty six of these, and so you can read the read read through them, and get the whole at a glance idea of how this is going to work for you and then I have another section on the platform where you can track your progress where you can go to each one as you work it check it off and then as you when you you finish and you've checked it off you move to the next one and check it off and so you can track your progress as you work on it because you know this will take a little time it's not something you will do in a weekend it's something you can you just work on and You're never really there either. This is always a continual process, but you have a good idea of what should come next. And so you can track your progress as you work through the system. So I have all of this for you, and this will help you now begin to work on on your personal brand and, and and really begin to hone it in with purpose and, and, and being intentional about it. Now, when all the elements of your personal brand are in place and working, you will find that rather than chasing prospects, you're starting to attract your, your ideal clients. Just like we talked about in this episode about being clear. When you are clear and you lay out who you help and what you get them past and what the benefit is for them, you start to attract your ideal clients and you get to work at a higher level with people who understand your value. How great is that to be able to work with people who understand your value and now you feel like you can operate Doing the work you were born to do with people who understand and appreciate your value and don't mind compensating you for it. I mean, that's what the whole personal branding journey is about, folks. And so now you can go ahead and you can purchase that personal brand blueprint and work, um, your know, work plan uh, at on my website. And if you go there, you'll see a link right in the heads for personal brand blueprint personal brand blueprint so you go to lynn forward slash personal brand blueprint and you'll find it there just 39 bucks it's um you know still kept it affordable and accessible for you and when you think about the impact it can have on your business it should this ought to be a no-brainer all right so that's it I hope that's helpful for you. If you have any other questions for me, you can always find me online, Personal Branding with Lynn, both on Instagram and on Facebook, or you can just email me at hello at All right. Thank you so much. You have a great uh, rest of the week and Thanksgiving. If you're in the United States, um, I will talk with you again later. Thanks for joining me for Personal Branding with Lynn. If you took something from today's episode that you plan to put into practice, please let me know and share it with our other listening friends. We'd love to encourage you and support you on your path. Leave a comment wherever you heard this or at Personal Branding with Lynn on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe at lynnmorton.com forward slash subscribe and share this episode with another entrepreneur or creative. That's it for now. Let's get together again and continue growing our personal brands. Cheers.